0: So if you have questions or you want to sign up for FitBucks, you can do so in the show notes, FitBucks.com. Build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the FitBucks podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome there as well. I'm Joseph Frankie. Today, we've got a good episode specifically. Uh, this is for any traveler. I'm going to be using a travel PT as an example, but... This is for anybody looking at travel, specifically within healthcare professions, like travel OT, travel PT, travel nurses, all that type of stuff. We're going to be focusing today on that travel salary, specifically, like I said, travel PT salary, specifically the one I'm going to give you in this example today. Before we jump in, if you're listening on the podcast, be sure to subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, share with your friends, it helps the channel grow, it helps our podcast grow, it helps your friends with knowledge, it helps you with knowledge, it helps everybody evolve, so make sure you do that. Uh, let's jump right into it, okay? Today, like I said, we're going to talk about traveler's salary, specifically, like I said in this example, travel PT salary, and the differences and the, and the things that you got to decide as you're going into travel, Okay. Uh, I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to walk through like a story of an individual that we we worked with uh, at FitBuck. So that way you can see the questions that arise, the benefits of this. What you have to contemplate as well, thinking about going into travel. So this individual, let's call him Jay, um, graduated. Um, it was years ago. I want to say like four or five years ago. Okay. Um, and I mean, just like most of you, zero financial education. Okay. wanted to go into healthcare and listen to his counselors. All these people tell him to go do it, go do it, go do it. Uh, graduated with like, I want to say it was about $135,000 in debt, uh, making about $75,000 a year. If you were to take a salary job. Now, what happened with this individual is after his first clinical, when he was in PT school, um, he started hearing people that he was at his clinical talking about, how they were burned out, how like the student loan debt weighed on them financially and how they were so confused on what they should do with their loans and blah, 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 blah. So he actually started going and researching a lot of stuff about money and just trying to learn as much as he could. Um, and it, the reason why he started doing that is because he didn't want money to end up dictating his life like he was seeing happen to other people in the healthcare industry, let it be because of student loans or mortgages or whatever it was. Um, He just wanted that financial freedom. He didn't want to have to worry about that, you know, potentially travel, whatever it was, okay? Um, And so he had no place to look, and he started going on the Internet and reading a bunch of stuff. Some of it you couldn't really believe, other stuff. was like, okay, I can see how that could work. Um, Actually started going down a pretty – I'll call it a – it's not a dark tunnel because he's learning, but he actually started going down paths, like, of people saying do this or do that that weren't good, okay? Okay? and we admit, I did a workshop at their university and so we met and he started following some of our stuff and was like, yeah, I, I think I can do this. So anyways, long story short, he came and on a box, and he was like, look, you know, I I've really want to pay off my student loans. That was like his never one goal. Okay. And he said, but with a nine-to-five PT job, I, I'm going to owe like 135, dollars grand dollars If I'm making like 72, dollars $75,000 a year, whatever it may be, it's going to take me probably 10 to 15 years to pay this thing off. And even if I work extra and do different things, maybe I can pay it off in like 8 to 10 years. And his question was, is, is there a better way besides like the traditional things of like, look at refinancing and that, that type of stuff. And so we showed him a, a couple of payoff strategies, and then he turned around and said, "Well, I'm also looking at travel PT. Like, what would be the benefit there?" Okay, so for those of you that don't know, first of all, as a new grad, your your salary is higher. Not your, I'm shouldn't say your salary. Your your pay is higher than a typical new grad. So typically, what we see is about ninety five thousand to hundred thousand dollars for a travel PT. Travel OT is a little bit different. Travel nurses. I mean, prior to pre COVID versus post COVID, it's all a little bit different. Okay. But I'm going to use a travel PT salary on this. You make about 95 to 100,000. Now, for those of you that don't know, um, with that, only about $45,000 of that is salary and $45,000 of that is stipend money. So not only are his taxes going to be lower, but he, he's going to end up with a lot more after tax dollars because he, collecting like almost twenty thousand dollars more a year in income okay plus with that tax benefit it ends up being a lot and in fact for those of you that are wondering whatever your number one goal is let it be student loan payoff saving for a mortgage investing or whatever it is typically what we see for travelers is with their extra money they're able to put about three to five thousand dollars a month towards their number one goal, whatever that may be paying off student loans or whatever it is. Okay. So he came and he said, well, if I do this over five years, like let's just say I travel for five years, would I have my loans paid off? And uh, yeah, he would have his loans paid off. Okay. And in fact, he would have them paid off in about three to four years. Okay. And so he was super excited about that. Um, And then I'm going to, talk about a few other things that we were looking at. But he also had looked at it and said, well, what are the disadvantages of travel? All right, because you got to look at that too. And on this travel side, yeah, you make more money, but he was going to be thrown to the quote unquote dog. So when you go into travel PT, very few, 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 few places actually will uh, like mentor their travelers and everything else. Like they traditionally just day one, you're treating patients like you're going in, there is no handholding and, and whatnot. Uh, that's the main thing. And he said, you know what, I kind of like that. For him, he didn't you know necessarily want the holding. He's like, I've been going to school for three years, like for this, like I, I, I learned by experience. I just want to jump in and start doing it. So he loved that. Now you might be the opposite way. You might say, no, like that's not me. I, I'm not confident yet in what I'm doing. I'd rather have that mentorship. That's okay too. <laughs> but that was one of the things that he looked at is I, I want to just jump into it and go. Okay. The other thing that he thought was pretty cool was he would get to see different types of settings and different places to work. So instead of just graduating and being in one place, and that's all he knew really, he would get to see how different clinics were, were being operated and kind of decide, hey, where, where would I want to work at? Okay. And so he liked those features. You might not. He did. Plus, he liked that he would be paying off his loans in four years, okay? However, he had this this epiphany also. He had started learning about income-driven repayment plans. And he was like, well, wait a second. Instead of throwing all that money at my loans, what would happen if I just stayed as a traveler and never really went back into full-time work so my income was always really low. What would happen if I did that and went for loan forgiveness? How much money would I have saved? So earlier I told you he would if he did his payoff strategies and traveled for five years, he would have his loans paid off in three or four years, maybe a little bit more than four years. And then he would be able to save maybe about fifty thousand dollars after that compared to like not traveling. Um, with a regular nine to five like PT salary, it was gonna take him like ten to fifteen years to pay off the loans. And he would probably have very little savings. Um, after that. That's the comparison. So now he said, okay, well, what happens if I go on loan forgiveness? And instead of dumping four or five grand a month to my loans, I save it. And again, those projections come out after five years, he would have invested about $240,000. So just with, with decent growth, he would expect to have three hundred dollars to $400,000 in investments. And yes, he would still owe the tax at the end of the, ta- at the end of the 20 years when the walls are forgiven. But he's like, man, if I just keep investing, I- I'm going to have two, three, four million dollars. Like I- I'll-, I'll write the check, pay the tax. I don't care. And so when he decided, like, when he saw those numbers, he was like, oh, wow, like that's the route that he decided to go. Now, again, everybody's situation is different. Like he, he didn't care necessarily about going to work nine to five for a, a clinic, um, but he would, if he really liked it, but he loved traveling. And after he did his first two or three contracts, he's like, yeah, I, I can do this forever. Like he, he loved it. And he's not the only one I've talked to like that, where they say, look, I could work six to nine months out of the year and just take three months off and go do whatever I want to, and still have a ton of money. And so some people really, really, really like that others. Don't. And so like in his situation, because he planned on staying in PT as a traveler, it worked for him. Whereas with you, you might look at it and say, well, this is not going to work for me in terms of going on a loan forgiveness plan, for example, IDR. So maybe you stick to the payoff strategies. What I want you to focus on this, like the point of this podcast and this video is to look at that travel PT salary and say, what, what's the real difference here between like a nine to five? And so just to summarize that, okay. Because of the higher income as a new grad and because of the stipend money, your after-tax cash flow is a massive difference. So typically with your nine to five staff PT new grad that we work with, this is an average, okay? You can put maybe before or after you pay your bills and all your like getting your match and your retirement stuff, you maybe have a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a month left over to put towards money for your future self. Okay. Now, for those of you that don't know, haven't listened to the podcast or YouTube uh, videos before, we always break our money into three categories. Money for today, money for future self, and risk management, which is like insurance. Money for future self is like investments and in paying off a day. Okay. So typically for like a new grad, uh, PT, staff PT, we're seeing about a thousand to $1,500 extra going towards money for future self a month. Okay. And that's, that's on average. Okay. If, with inflation now, it might be a little bit less, but again, that's average. As I mentioned earlier, with travelers, it's like three thousand to five thousand dollars a month. And by the way, that's easy that they do that. Like I have some people that I taught to that are like, yeah, I could easily do like five or six thousand dollars a month. Um, but typically, we see between three and five thousand dollars. So what ends up happening is, no matter what your your financial goals are let it be paying off your student loans, let it be saving and buying a house, let it be saving and investing, whatever it is, you're going to be able to accomplish it faster with a travel PT salary or like a travel OT salary or a travel nurse salary than you would at a typical nine to five staff position. Okay. Um, so that is the big difference. Now, like I said, in the beginning, you have to sit down and say, okay, well, is the money worth it? Because I've, I've, met a lot of people that like when they're in school they learn about the travel world like the travel pt and the salary and they take the job only because of the extra income they do it for three or six months maybe they get like a really bad placement and they it just blows up they can't do it or they start doing it and i see this all the time with travelers all the time they do it with the intention of saving and whatnot and then they get the extra money, and guess what they do? They don't save anything. They don't pay off debt or anything. They just go, and for and they do that for two or three years. And then two or three years later, it's like, okay, I found a job, I'm gonna go to full-time, and, and then they start living paycheck to paycheck, and then they're like, oh well, we can't live paycheck to paycheck, because they're used to this higher income, this higher standard of living. So then they go back into travel, and then they try to get on top of it. I see, again, I see it all the time. I was just at a traveler's conference, I had 43 year olds, 44 year olds, 47 year olds coming up to me that have been traveling for like 15, 20 years and have no money. It's like that, that, that can't happen. If you're going into travel, take advantage of the opportunity, but also know that it's not for everybody. You got to really look at the pros and cons and say, do I really want to do this? And if money is your only reason, you might end up burning out. Right, like you might not like it. It could get lonely, right? Because you're on the road by yourself. Yeah, you get to meet people, but you really don't know people. You know that type of stuff. So, you know, really think about that. But that is what you're really looking at. Like, if you want to put dollars and cents towards it, like if you have hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt, and it was the example I gave. Actually, I'm sorry, it's about one hundred thirty-five thousand. And you're starting off making seventy-five or seventy-eight thousand dollars a year like in income and you're trying to pay off your loans, you're probably gonna do it in like eight to 12 years. And that's putting like doing good. Whereas as a travel, you might be able to pay that off in like three or four years, okay? So you're speeding it up. Or if you're just trying to save, like you will probably have about four to five times more saved after like a five year period than if you did like a nine to five job, okay? So some people are like, look, I'll sacrifice and go do that, you know? So again, I just wanted to jump on this podcast and this YouTube video. To to share those differences, because I I get it so much about travel PTs. We're starting to get a lot of it from travel OTs and travel nurses as well. And it applies to to all those professions. Um, But those are the things to think about. Again, it will allow you to help you achieve your financial goals faster. But you got to look at the other disadvantages and say, hey, is that what I want to do? As always, if you guys need help with your financial plan, we have our new technology out. Yes, it does take into account stipend money and travel or stuff. And you can compare these situations where you're like, hey, what happens if I travel for two years versus, and then go into full-time versus, you know, just go straight into a staff position. Our new technology allows you to compare all that. So be sure to sign up for the premium FitBus membership. And if you guys need help with that, to answer your questions, just schedule a call with your FitBus coach. We'll help you take it away from there. Again, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for watching on the YouTube video. We'll be talking to each one of you soon.